Welcome to the Paint, Rest, Repeat podcast with Roz Gervais and Laura Day, where we chat about our creative lives as artists while keeping it real and a little bit messy. We're here to inspire creatives just like you to push past those boundaries and make art that you love. Let's dive in. Alrighty guys, welcome to our podcast, Paint, Rest, Repeat. We're going to be chatting today about how to return to art after a break because we thought the timing was absolutely perfect for that with you, Laura, having been away for a little while. Yes, I've been away two months and I feel like I need to have a conversation with you, Roz, and I thought maybe you might be able to help me today. And (laughs) I think maybe this might be relevant to other people because Things happen in your life and you drop your creative practice and you have a big break and then, you know, you've got to almost start from ground zero again and set up some sort of structure or some sort of plan to start creating again. Yeah, definitely. And it is quite hard to get into that flow again. And maybe it's all to do with the flow state. Well, if I think about it, there's certain things that sort of help to get into that state of flow Mm. and things that you could sort of set up to encourage that. And, you know, the flow state sometimes is not easy to come by either. No, definitely. And you have to start, you know, in the first place, you've got to start before that flow state can even find you. It's that whole concept of, you know, wanting to tap into the source of creativity, but it's got to find you working. You've got to actually be doing the work, even though you're not feeling that flow at that time. Yeah, it's tricky. But you did some painting when you were overseas. Is that right? Did I see some work going on? I just took a little watercolor palette and then I had just a small little sketchbook. And I did do a little bit, but then it's been a few weeks now, like after a long haul flight and you're exhausted and you just got to get life back in order, like doing your washing and going to the supermarket and just life admin things. And I've started back at work. So I'm with my one-on-one clients. So I've started that back the last couple of weeks, but then I haven't set space for my creative practice, my own personal practice. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today, Roz, because maybe just the things that will help me make that space for myself, because life can just get so busy and you're, you know, focusing on so many other things, but it's just, you know, reestablishing that space for me to allow that time for the flow to come in. Yeah, no, definitely. So it's all that sort of carving out time for art and space for you to do what you love to do. And I think it is hard because especially, yeah, when you're out of that habit and out of that practice and then life gets busy and then it's just really hard to step back in. I have prepared some notes for our chat. Oh, really? Oh, wow. (laughs) They're not in depth. They're not in depth. (laughs) The first thing that I usually talk about is tuning back, like before you even make a plan for making art again and how to fit that into your life, sort of going back, taking a step back and looking at your why. So why you like to make art and what you love about making art and maybe doing some journaling or just reflecting or chatting to a friend about that. And then once you're sort of tuned into your why, then you can start, like it sort of is, it's a good motivator to start you moving towards making a plan to actually carve out that time more on a practical level. So why do you like making art, Laura? I'm going to put you on the spot. (laughs) 
I mean, it's for me, it's my place to go to tune out the rest of the world and just to be in my own space and center myself. I also enjoy making art to bring other people joy as well. So when I am creating a piece, like whether it's a commission or whether it's a piece of work that I could potentially sell and imagine in someone else's home, it is creating or just sharing my heart or that unique gift or that something energetically special that I've created in that moment. And then I imagine that artwork being a gift to whoever receives it. Oh, that's so beautiful. (laughs) That is so beautiful. I have a question around that. I was just sort of thinking as you were saying that, does that ever act as a block for you? That sort of that image of where that art is going to go at the end? No, I don't think that's a, a block. Okay, that's good. You know what? I feel like the block for me is making that time and space. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you've got your why sorted. And your sort of pressure on like, there's no, for you, you don't feel that pressure on an outcome. So that's good. So that means that you're happy to be in the process and you just love the process. So that's good. So you're just going to skip all of that and go into making that space. So have you looked at your calendar and maybe tried to think about a daily time that works for you, even if it's just five minutes or 10 minutes? That scares me, the daily thing. Yeah, we've talked about this before in one of our other podcasts. We have talked about this before. Yeah. I always shy away from those challenges that's like 100 days of making art or like even if it's like 30 days of making art. I just, I don't know, in my mind is like, no, I don't know if I can do that. I create in cycles. I think that comes though, I think that comes down to perfectionism and that all or nothing mentality. Like if you could do I'm not targeting you, but if one, if a creative person could know that like, that a daily thing did not suit them, but still do a hundred day challenge, for example, knowing that they would do every second day and that that would be okay. Imagine like how many doors would be opened for you. You wouldn't be cancelling and scratching out all of those options, those awesome challenge options. You could still take part in it, but just take part in it, you know, in a way that's aligned with you and how you operate. Yeah, it could be like, yeah, a mental block course, a story that I've created for myself that I can't do it. And that probably comes from like my background in having chronic illness and chronic fatigue and feeling like if I put too many things on my plate, then I'm going to burn out. And yeah, because I have really focused on giving myself a lot of time and space and not to exhaust myself. I mean, now that you're talking about like a simple, like five minute, thing, just a small little thing. And even if you relieve the pressure and it ends up being every second day, then that would create some consistency. Yeah. And maybe also, I mean, that comes back to the book Atomic Habits that I read half of because that's classic Roz. So (laughs) I read half of a while ago. Oh, I'm just so hopeless. But anyway, and he was talking about the whole habit stacking thing. Do you remember? Remember that? And the powerful thing there is that you build that association. So actually I've been trying to habit stack. I didn't even realize I was doing it. So in the mornings, I'm trying to get up in the morning. Then I feed the cats. Then I give breakfast to my children. Then I do my stretches. Then I make a tea. Then I journal, for example. So you could do something like that with art and try to build it into like a sequence of things that you do 
even if it's only your five minutes of, I don't know, even doodling or, you know, those Zen tangles or some watercolor painting or something small and achievable that still ticks the art box. Is there somewhere that that would fit in your day maybe? Watercolor, when I was overseas, that was the easiest thing to transport and take. And it's probably the easiest thing to like pick up because, you know, when you got your acrylic paints and everything, like it's just whole palette and it gets, you know, a bit messier, which is awesome. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but probably the easiest thing to pull out would be a little watercolor palette or something like that. And yeah, working in that way or even ink, like a, just a little pot of ink. Yeah. So this brings me to the other point I had, which was to make it easy for yourself. So choose a medium that's low mess. And for you, you've got your studio space, but for someone who might be listening, they might want to like carve out a little space on the kitchen bench and have a, like a shoebox full of their just basic watercolor supplies. So it's easy. It's really easy to get started and to just to do like a tiny little project for five minutes, even a portion of a project, even just paint a rainbow. You know, it's something that gets you moving in the right direction. Hi guys, it's Roz here. I'm just interrupting this episode to let you know about my Art for the Heart membership, a beautiful community for gorgeous creatives of all abilities. Art for the Heart is designed to reconnect you with yourself through art. It will have you developing your skills, confidence and self-belief too. If you haven't picked up a paintbrush since school, or perhaps you have painted more recently and would like to upskill and connect with other creatives, Art for the Heart is for you. Head on over to www.permissiontopaint.co stroke AFH to find out more. Yeah, so you've got your space though. So space is not a problem for you. It's just the time really, isn't it? I know some people would probably have a mental block and and they'd create a story around not having the space, but I have my space. And you know what just come up in my mind when you were talking about that? It's too cold to go into my studio first thing in the morning. Okay. But this is, that's really good awareness. So like when is a time that is better than not so cold or how can you get rid of that problem? So getting rid of that problem would be. Yeah. Make it easy. Yeah. Habit stacking, like you were talking about with my morning coffee, because I've been create like making a nice cuppa in the morning for myself. So setting up with my cuppa in the morning and I have the heater on in the lounge room and I could just have my art supplies ready there on the table and I could just do five minutes. That's it. You could even do, I was just visualizing that. I was visualizing actually you painting little postcards and sending it to me as accountability. Ah. But then I was like, no, that's a little bit too much. Back off for us. The other idea then that I visualized was um, having a small sketchbook and just doing one little page a day. Not perfect, not a complete artwork, nothing like that, but just one page, something on one page every day. That's sort of a goal perhaps might work for you. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to transport some of my little art journals into the lounge room where it's nice and warm and toasty. And yeah, so it's sort of like setting up a new little ritual. That's exactly it. So a ritual, a routine, a daily sort of a habit. Now, something else that's really powerful that you can try, and I'm running my 20 to 1 art challenge at the moment, and I've got all my beautiful challenge participants doing this as well. And it's actually 
super simple, but really, really powerful. So if you can write a statement by hand is better if you can, you could even paint it and say that I will make some art every morning at 7am by the heater every day, I don't know, for the week, something achievable every day this week. And you make a statement like that. So it's like an implementation statement and a promise to yourself and to your, you know, inner creative that you will do that work. So yeah, so you could try that. Just keep it achievable though. That's a really big one. Yep. Five minutes is achievable. I think anyone could fit five minutes into their day somehow. I think so. It's not easy. I have to tell you. So with this morning daily habit stacking thing that I'm trying. It's not easy. I've got my, the second I walk downstairs in my house, the cats are like, meow, 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 headbutting me. <laughs> and my Eat kids me. are like, mommy, mommy, <laughs> you know, my sister pulled my hair. I want my breakfast. Where's my breakfast? It's hard. And then I do those things. I look after the other people first <laughs> and animals. And then I'm like, okay, now girls, I'm going to go to the other room and I'm going to do my stretches. It's mummy time. <laughs> and it takes strength to do that. And then they will come in and they will want to climb on top of me while I'm doing my stretches. And they will want to interrupt me while I'm trying to do my five minutes of journaling. Like I'm talking really small quantities here. It's hard. I'm not saying easy. The five minutes of art, it sounds easy, but I know it comes with its challenges. You've got to have that sort of strength persistence. You have to be stubborn. You're stubborn. You've told me you're stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That advice about writing it down and like making that resolution with yourself to do that. Like, I think that's sort of a powerful way to express like your desire to create and setting that intention. It's like a statement to come back to. It's like, and you know, you wake up every morning fresh and you might not feel like it, but then like, once you like pull it all out, then it's just like, okay, let's, let's get on with this and like tick that off and move forward in your attention. Yeah. So no pressure on the outcome. It just becomes something that you do as part of your morning routine that you paint something for five minutes. And it's about the process. It's about the doing, it's about the habit and the routine and nothing else. Mm, Yeah. Something else has helped me in the past that you know, getting ready for exhibitions and like blocking out like larger spaces of time to like really dedicate to like developing a body of work was putting my music on and creating to music, like, and having that as a sort of complementary sort of approach to like getting into that flow state and even like a sensory sort of thing as well. So having oils or incense or burning sage and, and sort of creating like a bit of a sacred sort of space for my practice. That's a good idea. And I think that's all around, that's when you have a longer period of time that you sort of block out whenever, you know, suits your calendar and you can yeah really get into that state. Yeah. 100%. I love all those things. Music is my thing. And I usually light a candle as well. Oh, that's nice. I think I've only done that a couple of times. Like it's not something that I routinely do, but that sounds really nice. It's nice when you can make that space and it sort of feels like me time. It's like going to a spa. It's like, <laughs> this is, you know, time for me to be creative and be in the zone. And are you the same? I find the longer that I work, like the longer that I work on something and paint, the deeper I get into that particular flow state and the higher the chances of getting into that flow state. Yeah. When it's, you're like 
immersed in it. Mm, Yeah, exactly. Then I start to feel like someone else is painting. That's just weird, isn't it? It's not weird. (laughs) It's not weird. It's actually like how like creativity works. It is like accessing something that is like you're tapping into that creativity flow or it's really cool when that happens. When that takes over, I think, yeah, you are in that flow state and it it is like, it's almost like you're switching off the ego, you're switching off that critical part of you, the thing that blocks you or holds you back um, and it allows, you know, the magic to happen. So some takeaways from this is, I guess, setting your intention and why you make art bringing yourself back to why it means so much to you, writing your statement. So setting like a small achievable goal and something that is going to incorporate with your daily routine or your weekly routine, looking at your week and your calendar to see where there would be like larger stretches of time for you to create and dedicate to your practice and then set up that sort of like structured ritualistic practice, like whether it is like lighting a candle or listening to music or burning some incense or whatever that, you know, sort of helps to elevate that sacred space. And I guess like maybe accountability is probably another thing. So verbalizing. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Verbalizing and saying that you're going to do something and then maybe having like a good friend or someone to check in. Like, I'm sure you'll be asking me next time we talk, how did you go (laughs) with, you know, the things that we talked about on the podcast? So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's it because I think getting into that routine, like the actual process of starting something like that. That is the hardest bit, actually. Like doing the painting, that's not going to be hard. It's just getting into that habit again, especially after a break. As you're listing out all those things and doing the recap, I was just thinking, you and I, you have an amazing brain. You and I have very different brains because you could actually listen to everything that we were talking about and then summarize. Whereas I'm just sort of floating. I'm just right in the moment. (laughs) So well done. You're amazing. Well, this is practical advice for me. Like I'm trying to figure out. So I guess I'm just, you know, I'm only like two weeks back from having like two whole months off. So I'm like getting my life back in order and and just trying to figure out like how I'm going to make this work and how I'm going to get back into all of this. So this has like been a super useful and practical conversation for me. Hopefully it'll help others as well. Like, you know, just getting that creative kickstart and getting back into things again. Actually, on that note, if you are listening and you are finding this helpful, it would be amazing if you would hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We do actually read out our reviews as well. So if you have an Instagram account or a Facebook page and you would like us to give you a little bit of a shout out, make sure that you share your tag with us as well so we can promote you as well. On that note, should we read the review that you wanted to read? today? All right. Yeah. Good reminding. Thank you. (laughs) So we do have a review and this is from Kath Artik. And so she's on Instagram at Kath, K-A-T-H dot Artik, A-R-T-I-Q-U-E. 
And she says the perfect pairing of presenters. She's a little bit lovely and that's why we're reading it out today. <laughs> we're not going to read out the bad ones. Just joking. We haven't got any bad ones. Okay. <laughs> she, sa- <laughs> she says, absolutely recommend this podcast to all creative souls. Ros and Laura model honesty, vulnerability, and the messiness of being human. I hear similarities between their way of approaching art and life to ideas expressed by Brené Brown. They represent the perfect pairing of hosts, two quite opposite ways of working, thinking and being, yet both incredible artists and people. No, they inspire all levels of artists and indeed give people permission to create, each in their own way. Roz with her energy and need to keep things open and unstructured and Laura modelling self-care, slowing down and setting boundaries. I'm learning so much from both of them. I'm looking forward to continuing to listen. Thank you, Kath. Make sure you go and give her a follow, by the way, if you're listening. That was really lovely. That makes me feel really good. (laughs) Yeah, she's a bit nice. That's so sweet. That's a great review. Thank you, Kath. Well, this was a good conversation. Thank you, Roz. Pleasure. I'm inspired to put some of those things we talked about into place. Shall I corner you next week? Yeah, I guess. You know, you can ask me how it's going and I'll let you know. Have you had to think about what time of day? You've gone morning with your coffee, right? Yes. Yeah, I was going to habit stack. That was the first thing that came to mind when we were talking about habit stacking. I'm like, all right, I'm already making my nice cuppa. I've got the heater on and it would be very easy just to set up a little watercolor or. Okay. So your job today is to go and get like a little box of watercolors that are going to live by the heater. Yep. If you have a spare little set. Yep. I'll make a little box and with all my little goodies, not too much. I feel like if you pair back, like for this sort of project, pair back your supplies. So then like when I'm a bit weary in the morning, I don't have too much choice. It's like, okay, this is, this is what I'm doing. Keep it simple. 100% and remove, yeah, as much of the decision making as possible. I think that's why, you know, choosing a location and a time and all of that and a medium, like you're saying, really helps. Yeah, just gets rid of all of the hurdles. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing your art. Maybe you'll share on Instagram. You can do a seven day little accountability thing. Okay. That really scares me, (laughs) but okay. All right. I'll share on my stories. Yeah. And we're not every seven days. That's the goal but you're allowed to be kind to yourself, okay? So you're going to try. That comes down to the atomic habit thing, practicing. You're practicing making art every day. Yeah. So you might not make it every day, but you're practicing. You're getting, you're working on it. And I'm getting back into it. That's the thing. Like I just, it's been a long space of time. So just getting back into that. Thanks, Roz. I believe in you. You can do it. Well, thank you everyone for listening to our podcast today. Um, We will be back in a fortnight. Our episodes come out every two weeks. And if you enjoyed this review, definitely hop on over to Apple Podcasts, as I mentioned earlier, and leave us a review. Five stars for good karma, as I always say. (laughs) All right, and catch you in the next one. 